0: this 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 is, is mythical Before we get into this we want to let you know that this week's ear biscuit is supported by Stitch
1: Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. I love it because I hate going shopping. Mm-hmm. I've said it before, I'll say it again, say I will as always say it many times as you will. I hate Shopping. Say it five times fast. I hate shopping, I hate shopping, I hate shopping. Okay, you gave up.
0: Some of my favorite shirts have come from Stitch Fix and I never even had to move. Well, I mean, except to put them on.
1: Just go to stitchfix.com ear and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will hand pick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns
0: are always free. There's no subscription required, so you can sign up to receive scheduled shipments
1: or get your fix whenever you want. Oh, get your fix. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. Get started now
0: at stitchfix.com slash ear and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com ear to get started today. stitchfix.com ear. Now on with the biscuit.
1: Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the Round Table of Dim Lighting, we're going to be exploring the question, do changing seasons affect your brain? Let's
0: get into some season change. I mean, we're gonna filter this through, of course, our ex- so many years. I mean, we're so old. Some of us older than others. <laughs> By as, the time you're listening to as this, of recently, I'm
1: 41. Oh
0: man, I'm not that old. But we both lived through many a season change, Rhett, and even out—I mean, out, out here in LA, things are different. Uh, I don't know how seasons work out here. I think maybe we can talk about that well, too. that's—that is actually what got me interested in talking about this. What got me interested was that it
1: finally got a a little cooler here. So I'm like, is it a season? Uh, yes and no. I think is the question. The answer to the question. So yeah, we're going to talk about that about uh, what it was like in North Carolina and what it's like here. Uh, and also get into some of the science around what the the seasons do to your brain because they do some things to your brain. they you, for real. They do. You've got stacks
0: of notes based on I love notes. reams of readings that you've done. I love stacks. I just search I love my notes. I search my own psyche for my experience with fall. Fall is upon us. Um, some of you listening are deep in the depths of fall. Some of you are in parts of the world where it's, I don't know, it could be spring.
1: That could happen. Well, that would be all the people in the Southern Hemisphere. Right. Yeah. And we're not gonna leave you out because we're gonna talk about seasons changing in general. We're actually gonna talk about the tilt of the earth, which is the reason for the season. You wanna be technical about it. The reason for the season okay, Rhett. is the tilt of the earth. Calm down, buddy. <laughs> it's fascinating. Calm down, you getting tilted. <laughs> but before we do that, I wanna talk to you about something that happened Yesterday, while we were on a short trip, um, we had a meeting. <laughs> you can tell him what the meeting is. Just give him some.
0: Give him a little window into our uh, our professional lives, man. All right. Don't be shy. I I, I, don't, I don't I'm not I don't like that thing where it's like uh, we're working on a secret
1: project. First of all, it's not a secret. Pro- it is. Well, hold on. You know what? Th- this is why you 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 can't go solo. <laughs> just just, <laughs> just so you know, because you would. <laughs> Totally uh, crash and burn. <laughs> Nobody, would, you would say something. You would say something. It would be no. I wouldn't be here to keep you from saying it. What? Well, and maybe it would be provocative. Maybe it would be like a Howard Stern thing. And then you'd take off and have this incredible career. Whereas you'll never know what he's gonna say next. What we're Late doing. Meal. What we're doing professionally is not provocative. I mean, it's just. It. But it is secret. I, I, what I'm saying is that we can say that we went to a meeting at a place that makes decisions about what they want on their particular channel. We went to a TV meeting, yes. we. This is not the first or the last time that we've right. done it. And on the TV, way to the meeting. TV network meetings, man, they're fun. And on the way to the meeting.
0: Hey, get to know us, look at us. Uh, we Maybe pull, we can
1: work together on something. We pull up, uh, well, now you're making it sound like a general meeting, no, it was a pitch meeting. Well, I mean, don't <laughs> tell him that. hold on, but you're, now you're just making stuff up. <laughs>
0: It was a pitch meeting. It wasn't a
1: general, it was a pitch meeting. We had a specific idea that we're trying to get people excited about.
0: That's all I was gonna say. Okay,
1: well you just said maybe we'll work together. That's not what happened. It was, hey, do you like this idea? I was trying to back off of it after <laughs> you made me nervous that for some reason I can't So you say started that,
0: lying? That we went, we have a show idea hey, and we're having meetings. Here, the,
1: there's an art. To withholding pieces of the truth without being dishonest, we have you a show idea. You almost went too
0: far, and then you started lying. The, sh- if you have if you have if you have a network that's right, we have a show idea that might be right for you. Okay, there you go. That's innocuous enough. And this is here. Here's the pitch.
1: Now, see, that's what I'm not. I'm not going to tell him. So, on the way to this meeting, um, we pull up to a stoplight. It's uh, Link and I and Stevie, all three of us together in my car. And uh, we pull up at a stoplight, and I see a guy get out of his car next to us at a stoplight, and go to the back of his hatchback and open up the back. Yeah, and the light was red. Immediately, Link gets out of the car and and, and goes to the man, and it, and he was right next to us. And the first thing that I thought was, Link has th- this man is having a problem that Link can see. Like Link is the one on that side of the car. He can see that this man needs help and without even saying, hold on, I'm gonna help this guy. Sprung, Just, I sprung sp- into you're action. You're sprung into action. You got out and I was you're gonna helping. save the day like But a- then I see you going directly towards the man's door that he's in the back of his car and Link is going towards the open driver driver's door. door. He left his driver door open. And then looks like he's about to get in the car. I'm like, oh no, Link's doing a Link joke. He's gonna get shot. <laughs> Like that's what I started thinking. Yeah, I walked towards the open driver door and then I I I was like, "What
0: what am I going for
1: here?" This is the streets of LA. <laughs> I realized You don't <laughs> just see a man get out of his car and then go get in his car.
0: <laughs> I
1: thought it would I don't know. I can't tell you what I was
0: well, thinking oh, except I that know exactly what you were thinking. Cause you told it, me after.
1: I thought it would be funny. Well, here's what happened. So, I hear the windows the doors our doors open so I can hear what's happening and links like I was gonna get in your car. (laughs) That's what he tells the guy. And then the guy looks at Link and he's like, such an LA response. He's like, funny guy. I didn't say I was gonna get in your car, did I? No, you you, you said I was gonna get in your car, but I decided not to or something like that. Yeah, that's the truth. And he he was like, (laughs) funny guy. Like he wasn't worried, he wasn't scared, he wasn't panicking. Well, he looked at me. He knew I mean, exactly how you what look you were trying to do. And be worried or scared. And then you got back in the car and I said. And he got back in his car. I said, couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Funny guy, mm. But then you said you did it to get your mojo up for the meeting. Oh yes, that was right. Yeah, I'm Explain I'm Explain that to me.
0: Well, you know as i've without any misgivings have shared freely with you that we have we we had a a pitch meeting at yeah, a television yeah, yeah. network
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i mean it was the first of its kind for us in many years and um i just wanted to get my mojo up i just wanted to i just wanted to have like a shot of adrenaline i just wanted to feel like you wanted to feel alive. I wanted to feel alive. I wanted to feel like- You wanted to put a ripple in the universe. I wanted
1: to rip the universe open <laughs> and to pass through it. And so by potentially getting in someone else's car, you I thought was, that that was a way to get into a different part of the universe? <laughs> I was never gonna sit down in his car.
0: Well, I can't say that. I did, but I, I can't say what I was gonna do because I didn't plan what I was gonna do. He got out of his car, he went around to the trunk. I was like, wow and before i knew it i was getting out of the car yeah. i was like you know what just be, just go be instinctive just go with it right. engage smart. your smart engage your instincts for a moment and see what happens and i found myself standing in the middle of uh,
1: you know a couple of lanes of traffic did you size him up was what he I, looked like did he, it did it have any impact on your yeah he seemed willingness like a, to get out of the car and act he seemed, like you're getting he seemed like a, a nice guy that i'd like to have a a, a traffic centric engagement with, because he was uh he was an older guy. He's probably in his fifties, and he was shorter than you. Well, I didn't profile him, if that's what you're asking. Well, I'm I'm asking the question because I can't believe how many things you've done in your life and still have not gotten punched by a stranger. I mean, it's gonna happen at some point. I keep waiting right. for the day for it to happen. I, I'm not proud I need to of be rolling. I'm not proud
0: of what I did because um, I do feel like it was stupid and I did have this overwhelming sense of. What if he had a died? When I got back in the car. How you, would I have explained that? I would have
1: made up a story. Just for your own just for your own legacy, right. I would have if made up a story. Right. I would have said, this guy, would have had this guy looked like he needed help, Link got out of the car, and then the guy killed him. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> so, mean, you, what, you, so you would have sent the guy away to prison?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just for my legacy? No, no, I would have said that he, I mean, it would have been obvious that he killed you. I, he would be guilty of killing you yeah, either that, that's way. True. That's true. And he may later s- confess in prison and be like, "He just got out of the car." I think it was he was trying to be funny. He's a funny guy, and no one and I'd would be like, "No, no, he that. was trying to help you." And I had to get Stevie to go in
0: on it with me, man. I, and and that's why I'm sorry that I would, I mean,
1: that I would have I would have put you in that position. Because think about the alternative. I'm at your funeral, and I'm like, well, I know a lot of you have questions about what happened to Link, and I'm just gonna tell you the story. We were at a stoplight, a guy got out of his car, and then Link tried to get into his front seat. I think he thought it would be funny. Uh
0: Uh, Uh, Incidentally, this is the pitch. This is the show that we then went in. I was like, all right, a guy stops at a stoplight. It's a reality
1: show. It's a prank show where (laughs) you wait for people to get out of their cars and then you get into their cars.
0: I just, I I wanna grab life by the ball sack, man. Mm -hmm. And I just wanna see where it swings.
1: Yeah, but he didn't have one of those hanging from the back of his truck. It was just a hatchback.
0: Grab life by the ball sack, see where it swings. And sometimes you get, you get hung out to dry and that's what happened, you know what? And I
1: regret it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is I, I you go around- I got back in the car and I was like, I'm 40 years old, to, what am I doing? To take your analogy all the way, going around grabbing things by the ball sack is a great way to get punched, that's all I gotta say. Like you go up to just a bull and grab it by the ball sack, you're gonna get bucked, man, that's what happens. Bucked, I'm not riding it. No, you're gonna get kicked. Kicked. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be careful about grabbing the universe's boss act. I really, I just
0: wanted to get pumped up, man. I mean, some people they, you know, they do some calisthenics backstage before they burst out through that curtain of life. I, I honestly, it was so impulsive. I, I just wanted. I thought that being impulsive would be something good for the meeting.
1: Hmm. But you didn't carry that into the meeting. You yeah. You didn't because, do anything spontaneous. Yeah, because you meeting.
0: were like, what if you died? I mean, you, you buzz killed it, man. <laughs> you could have at least waited until after the meeting. You could have been like,
1: yeah, Link, you're d- doing it, man. Yeah, but if you had done something equivalent to that during the meeting, it may have compromised the pitch. What I
0: really want to do- know is is there something I could have said or done when standing out there that to redeem it? Because that was the point where I was like, I was just like, Floating in the ether of a commitment to nothing, I was—I was like a, I was like a standing question mark at the stoplight.
1: You could have said, "Do you need some help?" <laughs> and then he would have been like, "No, thanks."
0: Yeah, I felt like something f- funny could have happened, but that yeah. also wasn't. What's the funniest
1: thing that could have happened? Mm, I think what happened. <laughs> I think I think you achieved it, man. Okay, well there you go. I think that was as funny as that could be. Some guy to be like, funny guy. Did this? Did talking about it here redeem it? Yeah, it made it totally worth it. I'm glad you did it. It gave us an opening for this episode of Ear Biscuits.
0: Well, stop complaining.
1: Uh, but we are going to get to talking about uh, the seasons and the seasons and the changes of the seasons. And who knows? <laughs> what, who knows what Rhett will say? But first, we want to let you know that this episode of Ear Biscuits is supported by ExpressVPN. Whether in a cafe or a
0: hotel, we often rely on public Wi-Fi to use the internet on the go, right? Mm-hmm. However, something as simple as paying your online bills from a Starbucks can leave your data exposed. Yeah, I'm, I'm always thinking about that.
1: I'm, I'm in there. And I'm, then you end up doing it, but it's like, ah, oh, is this is a bad idea? I mean, I once used the public Wi-Fi at an airport and tweeted about it, and then Ashton Kutcher tweeted at me how big of an idiot I was. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the kind of love I'm getting. Uh, yes, a hacker. Well, it was a. It was loving. It was. It was. A, it was a love lick. <laughs> I was love licked by Ashton Kutcher, and <laughs> I lived to tell about it. <laughs> a hacker with the right know-how can easily intercept that data, stealing passwords, credit card numbers, or personal details. To protect our online identity from spies and hackers, we now use ExpressVPN. Of course, I still just share your information
0: publicly, willy-nilly. I give your credit right. card to people and for stuff. a small fee. Right.
1: ExpressVPN has easy to use apps that run seamlessly in the background of my computer, phone, and tablet. And turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. It secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. Using ExpressVPN, you can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having your personal data stolen. For less than seven bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that we have. And ExpressVPN is rated the number one
0: VPN service by Tech Radar and comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. Protect
1: your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash ear. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash ear for three months free with a one year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash ear to learn more. Ear Biscuits is also supported by ButcherBox. Box Box delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, free-range organic chicken, and heritage breed pork. The incredible quality of ButcherBox meats start with a commitment to raising animals humanely and free of antibiotics and hormones. Each
0: box comes with at least nine to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 24 individual-sized meals, and you can choose from five different box types, all beef, beef and chicken,
1: beef and pork, mixed box, or custom box that lets you choose your own cuts. Here's how it works: you choose your box, and then the meat is frozen at the peak of freshness in individual vacuum-packed biodegradable packaging. That's where I live. The peak of freshness. The peak of freshness. All meat is delivered right to your doorstep in that state. Well, you know what? Not. I mean, whatever state you're in. You know, the state a state of happiness, a state of being in biodegradable packaging. Well, let's just say your doorstep. Yeah, your where doorstep. Where you live. Right. Yeah, Wherever yeah. you want your whatever food you're state delivered. you're in.
0: And this is great. ButcherBox believes in a healthier food system where everyone has access to meats the way nature intended, which means free of antibiotics and hormones and humanely raised on open pastures.
1: Cook with the peace of mind knowing you're feeding your family high-quality, healthy meat. Now, it doesn't come with a cleaver. They wanted to send us a cleaver, but we said, Link, is he's not good with cleavers, so just send us the meat, we will. So provide your own cleaver. You don't even need to provide your own cleaver because it's already been cleaved. Is cleaved a verb? Yeah, of course. Think of box as your neighborhood butcher, delivered right to your door in a timely manner on dry ice, I love dry ice, throw it in the pool afterwards, don't do that. Free shipping anywhere in the 48, uh, lower 48 states, we like to say, plus their website is super informative and easy to use. But if you do have a cleaver, you can throw that in your pool. <laughs> Actually, don't do that <laughs> yeah, either. Yes, please, no cleavers. Hey, here's something for
0: free bacon. And what? twenty dollars off i Twenty dollars off your first box. Go to butcherbox.com slash ear and enter ear.
1: Did you say free bacon?
0: Free bacon, twenty dollars off your first box. Butcherbox.com slash ear, enter ear.
1: All right. That bacon's going right in my ear. Now on with the biscuit. I woke up this morning
0: and uh, I took Jade out. Hello, Jade. Oh, here she is. Look, a little visual aid here if you're watching the video. She doesn't seem comfortable with that. I'm holding Jade up. Jade'll sit in my lap forever, man. She's the she's the perfect she's the perfect thing for my lap. Perfect thing for my lap. <laughs> I love her to I love her to death. I think about her dying all the time because I love her so much, and I know that I will outlive her. She will die. She will die before well, you, pl- unless well, unless you die unless prematurely, I, which could happen. From but doing I plan stupid. to outlive her. So I pl- I try to prepare my heart for when she's gone and appreciate every moment I have with her, like right now. Why don't you just get her cloned, man? I took her
1: out to, I will, that's a good idea. It's getting cheaper and cheaper by the day. I mean, seriously, you can get the same exact dog. Dogclone.com slash ear. The soul actually transfers to the clone. That's the cool thing about it. That is cool. Yeah, the soul of the dog will actually be transmuted. That
0: was gonna be my first question, so I'm glad you preemptively answered it. I was taking her out to use the bathroom, and I was like, man, Woo. It's a little bit a yeah. little bit nipply out here. Yep. It's like it's like what? 66 <laughs> sixty six degrees? Sixty. It was I like I might need a sweater. It was like sixty degrees when I took her out this morning to pee pee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, fall has finally descended upon me. Right. And I just got I just got sh- I mean, I got emotional shivers down my spine. I just started to get excited, man. I mean it's we talked in an ear biscuit weeks and weeks ago about, you know, back to school as a feeling. And I felt a lot of those same things. And like, knowing that I know many of you fall, you're in the depth of fall already. The depth of your fall. Or you're on the opposite side of the hemisphere and you're waiting for it. But I just, uh, I got this excitement bug, man. Ooh, I got bit by it. I'm like, yes. I started immediately thinking about my sweaters and my jackets. I love,
1: a, you know I love a good jacket. Yeah, that doesn't, you don't, you also wear sweaters and jackets like the entire summer. Though. But now I don't look crazy. Yeah, right. The other night we were going somewhere with our wives. <laughs> oh, we were going to a concert and uh First Aid Kit concert. Uh, Check them out, y'all, First Aid Kit. Love that band. Sisters from Stockholm, Sweden. And- uh, Sounded great and Got their start too. on YouTube, you know? Anyway, they're great. But we're going to a concert, and it and I had looked at the weather, and the weather said that it would be uh, like sixty eight degrees as a minimum while we're at the concert. And so I was like, "That's uh, that's light jacket weather." Just to give you an idea of what happens to your body when you move to Los Angeles, is sixty eight degrees. You are like, "Hmm, I might. I don't know about sixty eight, y'all. I might need a light jacket." Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, light jacket,
0: link. I'm at my house having the same conversation with Christy about.
1: Yeah, Christy how it t- Christy tells tells us at the concert that Link <laughs> she <laughs> Link is ready to walk out the door and he's got his like down <laughs> he's got his down jacket on <laughs> that the one like the collapsible you know like North Face style yeah the one I quilted got, the down one I got jacket. in Melbourne Australia because typically it was you wear while down there. Like winter skiing. down skiing. If the, if you don't see like active ice in your vision, your 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 field of vision, you're not really supposed to have one of those on. But um oh. y- it was going to be 68. <laughs> so Well,
0: hold on. But, I was not wearing it.
1: And why not? Because, because you again, because I was because walking you, out the door and Christy busted yeah, out laughing at me. You have people in your life that keep you from doing dumb stuff. It's good. You should be thankful. Child locks. That's what you need to put on your your car. <laughs> yes. Ch- child locks on the passenger seat. I don't yeah. think that exists, man. It's only the back seat. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll start riding back there. Okay, good. I, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, own yeah. it. exactly. Chauffeur me around back to seat. my pitch meetings. <laughs> Seatbelt locks him in.
0: She started busting out laughing. I'm like, what? I was like, we just looked up the weather. It's gonna be like, it's not, there, it didn't start with a seven. It started with a six.
1: Right. And like I said, I mean, I did have a light jacket on, which I already think that to the majority of the people listening, to hear that it's gonna be 68 degrees and say that you need a jacket is already crazy town because 68 is like a setting that some people have their home on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my mom probably has it on 68 during the summer in the house. She's not wearing a jacket. Um, Well,
0: after Christy busted out laughing, I was like, okay, I guess you're right. And then I just, I took it off and I didn't bring a jacket at all.
1: Yeah, but then you bought a sweatshirt at the concert. And I put it on immediately, Yeah, and my like, wife, like a super fan. My wife bought the same sweatshirt. Now you guys can't be together anymore because you might end up wearing, both wear first aid kit sweatshirts, which would be weird because people think it's like, means you're like a med person. Like
0: we're the two medics. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jesse are the two
1: medics. Oh, that guy's got a first aid kit in his sweater.
0: <laughs> so does she. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're a together. team, They're together. where's well, they, the ambulance? They hold both ends of the, uh, c- the cot. What's the cot called? The stretcher. You, the stretcher.
1: But they sleep on cots. They sleep on cots. It's a mobile thing. Why
0: don't they just on, sleep on the stretcher?
1: But I think the point is, is that when you're in Los Angeles, you have, now we're gonna talk about whether or not there are seasons or not and what constitutes a season, uh, but we have much less pronounced seasons. Than we did in North Carolina. What do you
0: What do you remember from back when we like experienced like, oh the 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 colors of leaves changing and to me well, the, what stands out for to you to me the most. It's diff- your favorite season, right? Yeah, the
1: fall. Fall is my favorite season, which is interesting based on what the research says about how the fall and the winter make you feel for most people, which we'll get into. But. Um, It's always, I've always gotten this very like nostalgic sort of almost excitement when I feel the weather getting colder again. Now I also feel like I I get that again as it gets warmer. I feel like the transition is what I'm excited about because I like change. You like newness. Um, But there was always something about it getting cold at a time when it was like, oh, it's my birthday and then it's Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I'm in school, and again, I, I liked school. I didn't like the schooling part, but I liked the whole idea of school and mm. friends and everything, even if I wasn't even willing to admit it to myself. Uh, but for me, the, the sort of the definitive sign was that first frost, which is something that we do not get out here. So all of a sudden, one morning, you'd be up, you'd be going outside to get in the car to go to school, and then my parents' entire lawn, and of course the neighbor's lawn, and then the grass across the street would all be covered in ice, a a layer of like frost. That would be gone as soon as the sun hits it. It like melts within minutes. But it kind of like crunches a little bit as you walk to the car on that centipede grass Mm -hmm. that was in my front yard. Um, And there were those very specific physical signs. I mean, the changing of the leaves is one thing, you know, I'm excited about. We will have already been there when you're listening to this, but going, we haven't yet left for uh, North Carolina to do the concert. But I am excited about hopefully seeing some leaves. I think changing I might, colors.
0: I think I might pick up a handful of leaves and just like crunch them up and
1: deeply breathe. Mm. Don't don't bring them back to California though. That's like a violation of some sort of interstate. Cu- thing that sounds like a customs
0: thing. That not yeah, yeah. happen state to state.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, nope. California customs. Man, they don't. They don't like you to bring in vegetation. I might. eat They'll a- stop you at the border if you have a cactus. I might eat a leaf, better, just to feel the crunch in my mouth. Better be careful. Summer for this. I'll spit it out. I'll spit it You'll out. Just chew it like tobacco.
0: I mean, leaf piles, man. Of course, you know I was I was avid in the lawn care in my high school days. Yeah. yeah. And man, when. When those there would be the three week period, I think, where the leaves would just dump, and you would—I got this, my papa got this thing behind his lawnmower, which is a lawnmower I used, and it was a like a it was a trailer with a a big leaf catcher on it, and it had a big rotating thing that like brushed all the leaves up inside of it, and I could make huge piles of leaves on the side of the road for like the town to come pick up. And it, you, you just run. I mean, as a youngster, I'd run and jump in those things, man. There'd always be dog shit in there. I distinctly remember that. When, I would jump in a leaf pile. But when did it get in there? Before
1: or after the pile was formed? I I th- I, I don't know. I, a little bit of both, I think. I've been in a lot of leaf piles. I've never seen any. Really? Oh, I, I, without fail, I'd find it. I think it was the neighbors you were in. Um, yeah, uh,
0: Nana and Papa's neighbor. Um, Kelly had a dog named Pepper, and Pepper would pepper the leaf piles. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: So he yeah. would go into the leaf I, pile I, after.
0: I actually had a fear of jumping in leaf piles after after a lot of that, and I'm just realizing that now.
1: That's interesting,
0: man. I've never heard anybody talk about that specific concern. It you know it might have been one of those it, things it that just happened, happened one once time, and, it, and, and, it, and like it, now yeah. I can't jump in a leaf pile without thinking about sinking into some steamy hot. Pepper log. Yeah, it's like it's permeated all of your belief memories. But I still love it. Uh yeah, we don't get a lot of that. Um I'll tell you something else. Remember the exhilaration of going to the high school football games? Oh yeah. And it was it was getting cold and you'd sit on those bleachers and it was like, okay, you know, it, it that was the moment, man. You're like you you you're walking through and you see, you know, who everybody's there and like you like you like this girl, but you don't want to talk to her. So you're talking to your friends about her, and it's, it's all the yeah. drama. And no one watches a football game because our football team was absolutely horrible. I mean, I never once made sense of anything that was happening. Well, we on got, field. we
1: actually got a little bit better while we were there, and then they got good after we left. That's right. But they, they got our, really good. Our, after we our left. high school football team was in Sports Illustrated for the longest losing streak of any high school team, in like the. Uh, I think that the eighties, the eighties, the yeah. and maybe the early nineties. I mean, we were absolutely awful. But yeah, to, and again, I think for me, it has to do with my association with school and 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 sort of like the social. I was really into just, oh, what is it going to be this year? Like. Right. What are we, what are me and my friends going to do? But it's different
0: than the back to school hope because by that point, you were already in it. You were, you were in it and it was, it was, uh, you were in drama mode. It was like, oh, what's going on? Like, who's, who's mad at who and this, that, and the other.
1: So I've been talking with, uh, Locke about, you know, him being back in school and being in high school. And, um, we were talking about it last night and I was like, um, just asking him about different aspects of the day. And uh, I remember asking him about eighth grade and like the way that the kids ate lunch. I, I, I was, he he would talk to me about, well at lunch at the day I did this and then we played a little basketball and I was like, what I none of this is really computing with uh, based on the understanding that I have of how, how lunch went. Mm-hmm. And all of the lunch eating in California schools, or at least in Southern California schools, is done outside, okay? So like the food is served out of windows that are outside. They're up under like some awnings, so there's some shelter just in case there's like the one in 100 chance it might be raining. Mm-hmm. But then the seats are outside. Yeah. And, they're, 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 and then there, a lot of lockers are outside and then the classrooms you enter in from the outside in a lot of classrooms, and then even if you don't, the buildings are separate, and so you have to go outside. And I was telling Locke, I was like, you know the funny thing is, he's like, you guys ate inside? I was like, of course, in fact, in North Carolina at Harnett Central High School, we would go into school at eight o'clock, and I would not go outside again until three o'clock. Why did I need to go outside? There was no reason to go outside. No. And it blew his mind that I was inside all day. And I was like, well, the reason we were inside all the day is because it's either really, really hot, it's either really or really, really cold, there's bugs. All these things don't really happen here. It does get right. really, really hot here.
0: But that's why fall was such
1: a special time. Yeah. And that's it was that's that what tr- got me thinking about it. It was these. that
0: transition period where it's like, oh, the mosquitoes are gone. You might you might want to do a little
1: camping. Right, You know, go out to Jordan Lake, do a little camping. And it just made me think, what What has it done to us? We've been out here eight years now. What has it done to us psychologically being in a place that doesn't really have seasons? Because we
0: certainly pine for it. Yeah. And are we being damaged by it?
1: Okay, well, what I found is pretty interesting. Hit so, me, hit me um, with it. This is what typically happens in the fall, winter shift. Uh, the change of the seasons into fall and into winter. Most people experience, or, or there's a mood shift that takes place. Mood shift, we're talking emotions here? Yeah, yeah, and so, okay, so HuffPo interviewed uh, Catherine uh, Rocklin, I may not be saying her last name right, from the University of Pittsburgh. Who cares, you did your best. That's right, and uh, mood shift- uh, Well, she might care. During the fall and winter often includes less energy, feeling less social, losing interest in favorite activities, craving carbs, and changes in sleep. Mm -hmm. And, um, There's, uh, I know that they probably have done more thorough research on this, but I don't know the necessarily the adaptive reasons for why these things happen, but the reason that it happens is the changes in the amount of light, the amount of sunlight that you are experiencing, the length of the day. Your body is responding to the length of the day. So that got me thinking, so it's not just the temperature change, it's about the length of the day. Now, Los Angeles and Fuquay Verena are within one and a half degrees in latitude. So they're very close, we're we're, we're pretty close. Mm -hmm. So from a length of day uh, shift, we're actually experiencing about the same length of day that we did when we were in North Carolina. So we may not be feeling and seeing all these indications of seasons changing, but in reality, the days are getting shorter and so we are susceptible to these same things that can kind of send you into these places, um, in, in terms of your mood. Uh, it, and there was another study. There was a, one study that was done that kind of zeroed in on serotonin, showed that people produce less serotonin, which is one of the hormones that regulates mood and contributes to your feelings of well-being and happiness in the winter months. So uh, the, the shorter days can actually bring that down. So there's, you know, hormonal things that are happening in your body that can literally make you feel. Worse, make you feel. Uh, it's called seasonal depression. It's it, something now, that happens to a lot of people,
0: and that's. I, I would think that'd be more associated
1: with winter than with fall. Well, I mean, fall, once you've made a, it through the transition, well, it's all. It's all. It's all constantly changing. I mean, fall sure. is just a little bit less light than winter, and winter is the peak of uh, uh, of of less light. So, and then as you start coming out of that, it all starts reversing in the spring. Um, can't trick or treat until it gets dark, though. So. Count your blessings. It's all for that. But, so I, I thought that LA doesn't have seasons. I mean, yeah, of course, it. like you said, you went out this morning and it felt a little cooler, and it does, and it has been really, really hot. So it does, there is a fluctuation in temperature, but there's not all those indications. Well, Adrian Cudler wrote for Curbed, said that LA actually has five seasons.
0: What? LA has an extra season?
1: Yeah, and they are the winter rainy season Okay. So pretty much the only time that it rains in Los Angeles is during the winter. Um like I honestly cannot remember the last time it rained.
0: It sprinkled this morning for a second. Okay. I, was, I saw it happen. Well, okay, but up until but it then but not
1: but I wouldn't even call that rain. But up until then, it's 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 been since before summer started that I have seen I don't a remember drop it, of rain in actual Los Angeles. rain. Yeah. Um so there's a winter rainy season. Specifically. There's the spring, there is a spring, and that's sort of what people who aren't from Los Angeles think of when they think of Los Angeles, which is like 72 and sunny. That's spring, that's classic LA weather. But then there's that weird thing, the gloomy early summer, like the June gloom, Yeah. which we experienced, I remember the first year I experienced that and I was like, it never rains, but it's always cloudy. Is that smog? And no, it's like the marine layer, and there's some weird thing that happens with the weather systems where there's just cloud cover that is- I thought the smog was trapped because of the heat, and that's what June gloom was. I didn't know it was well, marine no, layer. Well, it's a combination of both. But you don't, you're not, I mean, I'm, smog doesn't get to a place where it blocks out the sun. Right. It's not yeah. Be- we're not in Beijing. I mean, it, it, this is- They have five seasons in, in China too, by the way. They have summer, and then they have late summer. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. Are you is this like knowledge that you have from Lily being there? Or are you just making a joke? No. No, I read it. I read stuff too. I just don't <laughs> print it out and make a stack like you do. Um uh, and then there is again I don't have anything to prove. This is <laughs> one of those things that I, I that was a shock. The miserably hot late summer. This is what we're just coming out of. So I I remember the first year we were here, I was like, Why is it so hot in September? I remember it was a hundred that, that's the fourth. I'm not I'm not to fifteen okay. yet. It was hundred and seventeen degrees in Burbank. Yeah. The first year that we were here. And I was like, What have what have we done? <laughs> yeah. And it was in September. Yeah, like, you forget it's a freaking desert. Man. And that has happened many, many times. LA has gotten very, very hot, especially when you're on when you're in the valley, you're on this side of the, the hills that, that block you from the ocean breeze. But then the fifth season, which is actually the longest, technically from October to April. Let, let me guess what it's called. You've already looked at my notes. No, I haven't. Um,
0: fall. No. You haven't said fall.
1: It's the Santa Ana season.
0: and So there is no fall? There well, is no fall, that makes sense.
1: Y- yeah. I okay. Mean, that's wow. it's basically the Santa Ana season. So we Ana have season.
0: five seasons, and fall isn't even one of them. Right. We could have six seasons now, if we just, we just wedge fall in there.
1: I, Santa Ana. Yeah, so Santa Ana, this is something that, so I lived in California when I was, four, five, and six over in Thousand Oaks, which is west of LA. And I remember my mom talking about the Santa Ana winds. Oh, the Santa Ana winds are coming again. And it was like this iconic thing. And it actually is this, you just do a little Googling around Santa Ana winds. There are all these pop culture references to it. It's been in songs. It's been in movies. People. There's a lot of folklore kind of around it. It's. I mean, over a hundred years, people have been sort of observing these things, calling it that. Leprechauns? There's all the, no leprechauns. There's all this. Um. People believe things about the Santa Ana winds and well, let's what say they bring. W- but let's say what they are before we say what. They- okay. So I'm gonna give you the, again, this is, uh, Adrian wrote this in this Curbed article and this is exactly how he described it. And this is, this is technically what is happening. Okay. And, and from a practical standpoint, in the next couple of weeks, we will be at home in the middle of the night and there will be a yes. howling wind. Yes. That makes you think that your roof is going to come off in, in, in the middle of the night and crap gets blown all over the place, things get ruined. Well, if I've got an umbrella like a a patio umbrella
0: that oh, I've lost two of and those. It, and you put it down in um one of those square weighted things that's really heavy, and then you you know you screw it in at the base and it yeah, I remember this to, oh, it's like the winds are picking up the weather the only reason you start to watch the weather is when they say it's really gonna kick in right, and then I'll go outside and I'll secure like patio furniture pillows. And I put the umbrella down. Well,
1: that that's not work. good enough. No.
0: It, the winds are so strong that the 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 umbrella that was down was still blown over and kind of picked up. The wind didn't go underneath it and like Mary Poppins it. It just pushed it over on the side, but still had so much force that it picked up the entire-
1: The concrete base.
0: The entire concrete base. It's took dangerous. It, took it over top of a chair and the outdoor coffee table we have and then burst a palm tree in a huge ceramic thing that we have and just obliterated it. I've lost I mean, two of those. Th- I have a hard those. time picking this thing up. And look at, I mean, look at these guns.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. So this is the technical uh, the technical description. Pleasant summer winds form over the Pacific Ocean. Okay, but Santa Ana start in the Great Basin beyond the Sierra Nevadas in the winter. So this is northeast of Los Angeles, a long ways away up in the Sierra Nevadas. They form up there in the winter when the air is cold and the jet stream leaves behind high pressure systems which spin clockwise, cold and dense, until the heavy air starts to slide down the mountains towards the coast. Lower pressure at the coast helps suck that cold air through the mountains towards Southern California. So you got this dual action thing happening with high pressure and low pressure. And as it cascades down towards the Los Angeles basin, the air heats up, dries out, and it speeds up as it snakes its way through narrow passes and canyons, barreling out finally in the flats, blowing 110 miles per hour, and sometimes on 110 degrees. Some days 110 degrees. So you've got wind that's hot and fast and it is mind-blowing to experience. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my brother and I. was like wolves howling. Would put on our biggest jackets and like hold our jackets open and lean against the wind. Squirrel suit it? Yeah and just full, full weight, just like leaning into the Santa Ana winds. Um, and it's just this, It's just like cultural. It it it's, it defines Los Angeles in a lot of ways for an extended period of time.
0: It'll blow the water out of your pool, man. Yeah,
1: well, maybe a little bit.
0: I mean, the top of it. It'll blow the top off your pool.
1: So we do topless pool. So, so we do have seasons, but we they, have five. But they're not uh, they're not the same. But we are experiencing. So have you ever? So have, have you, you experienced? We've been
0: talking about experiencing fall, and you just said we don't even have it.
1: Well. But no, no, well, I'm going to call it fall. And we have six. What we do have is we do have the shortening of the days. Now, let me let us know. Hashtag Ear biscuits. Is this something that you experience? Do, do you let tell us about your experience of like? Do you feel a mood shift when uh, when the, the the days get shorter? Is this something that you have experienced? I'm I definitely start to f- feel a little
0: sadness when I'm driving home from work, and it's like okay, I try to. You know, I try to get home by 6.30, which means I get home at seven and- But at least you tried. After a-
1: <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. That, yeah, that, that works. Home. She's like, why aren't you here? I was like, I tried to be. <laughs> I tried to get here all the time <laughs> and that never works. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but my intentions, my intentions well, were pure. And,
0: and when it's dark, it, it, it makes me more disappointed. It's like, I get home at the same time I would get home in the summer but it would be light then and i would just feel like you well, know you know we could i could take jade for a walk or but i you could you don't but you could i, I yeah i, won't. <laughs> I mean of but you could not.
1: there's all kinds of things you could do right you know you don't do anything different right I don't. but there's an there's, an, there's, there's an a idea. there's a feeling that you could do things that well, were different there's a vi- there's a visibility yeah yeah i you can it's watching the sunset i love watching the sunset from my house yeah uh and then the sun starts setting while I'm still here working, then I get home and it's just dark. Yeah, when,
0: when I go, when I leave the office and it's already dark, it is a little it, depressing. It to, there's a sinking feeling. Yeah. And it, and especially after the, after Halloween, because I, I can't rationalize the trick or treating thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like until then, I'm like, yeah, well, you can't trick or treat until it gets dark.
1: How do you think you would respond? if you lived uh, up in the Arctic Circle and once the winter came, the sun was bye-bye for months. How do you think you would do in that situation? Total darkness,
0: T- T- that totality is... of the times. There's no sun. That's, yeah, that's, oh, I mean, yeah, that's horrible. That sounds, I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that that would be um depressing. Okay, so. Interestingly, and by uh, the way, don't they also have the opposite where they'll have like full twenty-four hour light? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that can also that can also also drive you a little nuts. That I think that drives you, like,
1: makes you feel nutty, and then when it's dark, it just makes you feel sad. That's my theory. Okay, so yes, that typically there. I mean, there are incredible. You know, there are high concentrations of uh, of depression in places that are that experience these very very uh, long winters with no sun but uh, a woman named Carrie uh, Libowitz a Stanford PhD student spent a winter in Norway in a town called I'm going to mispronounce this tromso is what it looks like to me but I'm sure it's who cares yeah you've tr- tried your best tromso with an O that has like a line through it at oh, the end of it you that's know that that's, that's a Z that's Canadian for zero mm, trom zero I don't think that works. Uh, But she spent a year there studying people's mental health, specifically like, okay, what is it like to live up here in this cold place that's dark for long periods of time? She wrote a very long, extensive article in The Atlantic. I'm gonna give you the basics here. Um, So you would expect them to be depressed uh, at a higher rate, right? But the people in this town do not seem to be affected by seasonal depression, even though the sun does not rise in their winter, and she found out that the secret she theorizes based on being with them. Tanning beds. Ha, <laughs> how did you know? Is it? No. Oh, tanning it, man. No, uh, no. Seriously? You thought it was gonna be tanning I beds? I thought it was gonna be some sort
0: of like a light bulb simulated sun situation. Uh, no. Like everyone's got a, a tanning
1: bed closet. No, the secret is their mindset. I'm sorry that it's not tanning beds. So anyway, they have a, a word Kosalig, which means cozy. And they think about I've heard of this. winter in terms of kasalig and again, I'm probably saying it wrong. The coziness that you can experience at when it gets cold, when you need to be inside, when you need to be with other people, when you need to be next to a fire, when you need to put on these winter clothes, when you can ski and do, I mean, it's dark, but they're doing all these things. And so she observed that they looked forward to winter with a sense of anticipation to experience this coziness in relationship with their community and other people and they actually had mood enhancement and didn't suffer. On the other hand, Americans tend to- Isolate. They tend to complain about the winter oh. and they actually could they tend to bond with other Americans by complaining about the weather in general, but complaining about winter specifically. And so we have a disposition towards winter in our country where it's like, um oh, it's it's bad, it's cold. We've we've done this. We perpetuate this, I don't want to say it's a myth because I I have believed it that like we go to these cold places, and we went to Minneapolis for our show. Right, and we went in November. It was late October or November, and we were in Minneapolis, and we had to go. Through, and, and And they have the tunnels that connect the buildings, uh, so you don't ever have to go outside. And and the the um, sealed bridges, but I the, can't remember what they're called. But the way we talked about it was like you, we had to go into hell for a limited period of time until we get back to the wonderful, uh, perfectly warm Los Angeles but it's all about mindset if it, you can you can go through something that is is very this applies with anything but super extreme uh experience if you take this mindset and they take this anticipation of Kosselig into into the winter and it has this effect where they're happy they've created a
0: an, an they've created an experience of coziness that then as a community, they look forward to it, because I mean, what, Again, that ter- even the translation of the word "cozy" is something. Oh, that's so inviting. Oh, cozy. You know, it's. I want to wrap up with that. It's marketing. I mean, it's like it's social marketing, right? To say, "Hey, it's it's getting to be cozy time." These are these are the activities and the the mindsets that we have at this time, and it becomes it seems to me you're describing an elongated holiday i mean you may be still working i'm sure but i mean I'm, I'm picturing blankets and like special hats special hats special hats i mean it's you know i i get so excited if i can do if i could put a scarf with my jacket or like when we would go to sundance film festival every couple of years we'll we'll head up there and I you know I bought those huge freaking boots. Yeah. And I I I want to go back
1: just to wear just the boots. Just to wear the boots cuz you don't have an opportunity to wear them. Because
0: the boots. it's so cozy and it's like I can't do it here. Like and I mean honestly, I might try to wear them to a concert in a couple of weeks but and that'd do, be a bit ridiculous. In
1: skiing. I mean I I absolutely love skiing. Yeah, but they can ski at any time. It's not I they don't I, I don't think so. They don't have like snow during the middle of the summer. On them, on their big old mountains. Uh, I don't know. Pro- I don't know. Maybe way up there. I picture them like. there's. But sp- I'm talking about for you. Oh, for me. I mean, like that. I actually have found myself really looking forward to to being able to ski. Now it's going to be a little bit complicated. Oh, I agree kids with that. Schedules and stuff like that. But like, so but we creating things that are. You're saying skiing, but
0: creating. Special things that only happen are enabled by this horrible weather. Enabled by it, yeah, and that may just mean sitting outside with Fires. some coffee by a fire with a big old blanket around you. Well, that's another like, thing. Invest in a really
1: cozy blanket. Well, having a fire in the house is something that it really there's maybe a day or two that it's actually justified. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, but. It's a, a magical thing. It, but you'll be go, you'll be going home when it's, again, when it's like, oh, it was 62 today. And as you're going home, you'll see, oh, this, that, that person started a fire, they're having a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, you see the chimney. Right, uh, because Brooklyn. people are, and again, we noticed this in Australia, too. We noticed it in, in, in Melbourne because it was beginning yep. to be, it was, when we went in the um, the end of the summer, it's becoming, uh, it was still, it was the peak of winter for them. Which, in July. Which was not, cold at all. It, was it wasn't no colder cold. than it gets LA. It wasn't in even LA. cold to us Angelinos and they had on all the that's why you bought the jacket while you were there. Yep. And already had one. And and they were and they were they were enjoying themselves. They were getting cozy. Because you naturally want to experience the seasons so you exaggerate the differences that you that you that are there that are available. People at the equator, man, they don't they can't do this. They can never put a jacket on. I'm sure there's been studies of them. Unfortunately, I don't have any of those in my stacks. What else do you have? Well. I see something about space. Yeah, well, I wanna, I wanna, t- I wanna talk about that, but one. You want to talk about seasons in space? I do, but one of the really interesting things I found is that uh, people actually experience cognitive decline in winter. There was a study of uh, like 3,500 seniors and not high school seniors, but you know, older people. And uh, they experienced a uh, improvement in cognition during the summer and uh, autumn, and then in the winter and spring, there was a significant decline. Because they were studying people, and like when Alzheimer sets in, and like the different parameters for studying people, so you have to assume that this translates to people. So, is that related to you? Should be doing your best. Your best thinking is going to be done in the summer. Well, I think. I don't know if that's related
0: to light. My my theory would be that with more activity, I think you're getting more. You're pumping around you, the blood. Yeah, getting that brain spryer hmm. when you're when you're when you're more active. Um, another
1: interesting thing, again, that's not necessarily related. More it, babies are made in the in the fall. Well, speaking winter, of right? babies, speaking of babies, your season of birth is etched into your brain. This is a Wired article. So spring babies are more likely to develop schizophrenia. Summer babies tend to grow up to be more sensation-seeking. Hey, that's me, June 1. And scientists theorize this is due to infants' exposure to viruses over the winter period as well as the amount of daylight they're exposed to, uh, which might influence genetic expression during early development. And it's interesting because- So what about, know, about fall babies? Well, uh, what they observed in in men, only in men, is that if you were born uh, in the fall, up into up until like December, the closer you got to December, the more gray matter you had in one particular part of your brain. And then if you were on the opposite end of that, going all the way up to June, <laughs> which is when you were born, okay. you had less gray matter. But it wasn't like a cognitive thing. It wasn't like oh, one smarter. It actually contributed to something something else. That it sounds like your in, brain is mushier. Um, But it's just, but that was only in men. It didn't apply to women. There were some interesting findings. They don't know know exactly what to do with them. But basically, you you may have seen this stuff about when you're born and how it places you into the school system and what age you are Mm -hmm. determines a lot about your future, especially in sports. Yeah, I think it was a documentary I watched that was about uh, like every kid who, if like all the the hockey players in the NHL, like most of them were born in like. I don't know what the month is, but it's based on when they got into rec league hockey in Canada based on their age yeah uh and so it, so but what does that have to do with the seasons? no, now? I'm saying you you know that, but I'm saying it isn't just that that's a very practical thing. I'm saying biologically you're affected by the month that you were born in the season that you were born in oh gosh, now you're season now you're sneezing, you're allergic to these facts um So I'm just saying it was an interesting thing to find out that the the season that you're born in actually is etched into your brain in ways that they're discovering more and more about. But probably the most interesting thing that I found is this um, space.com, which first of all, space.com is a website, which is something I was very, I mean, it seems obvious that it is a website, but I was very happy to discover it and actually sad that I, I had to be 40 one now to be to find space.com.
0: Is it a good website though? Because I picture like a black website w-
1: with white writing. You're picturing like a 1998 website. No, it's 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 it is it is it is black with white writing, <laughs> it is, of course, it is. It's space.com, <laughs> but it seems like a good website. Uh, but there was an article in there that talked about the tilt of the earth, the tilt of planets, and how this is a good predictor for whether or not there might be alien life. And we actually have the tilt of our Earth to think for being here. Let me explain why. So there are certain things that happen in the history of a planet um, that end up causing a tilt. And it's usually a, something about the way it was formed or some sort of event, that cr- something crashed into it or whatever, and basically at some point, a planet becomes tilted in reference to the star that that it's that it's rotating around that it's in orbit around and slowly over time the gravity of the sun is taking the tilt out of the planet these terrestrial planets and, and trying just, and, to get it back to normal and just to
0: clarify so normal would be tilt is just defined by the planet itself spinning and so It's spinning on an axis that is not perpendicular to the the
1: sun that is orbiting around. Yeah, well, just I I I don't want to get into like the fact that it's orbiting and it's not flat and it's tilt. I just let's just simplify it and say this is the sun and this is the this is the planet right here or this is my mug. Uh, so well, I know it's your mug, your mug. This would be no tilt, and this is tilt as it goes around, and the tilt creates the seasons, right? Because if you have no tilt at all, what you have is you have absolute maximum sun exposure in the, in the equator, it's, and it's then you cons- have- It's a constant. Absolute, n- very little sun exposure in the poles. It's completely indirect light, right? And it never alters. Right, and what happens is, is over time- You have day and these, night, but you don't have seasons. These initial, these initial events that cause tilt, once the tilt goes away, scientists theorize that what what happens is the atmosphere is completely an- annihilated because you have extreme heat, it settles. And so then you to have speak. extreme cold and it can actually annihilate the atmosphere and basically you don't have you don't have a covering that allows for life. And so it's not dynamic. The na- to- yeah, yeah. So the nature of the star, like the gravitational characteristics of the star different types of stars determine how quickly that tilt is taken out of a terrestrial body. And so our sun is the kind of star that has allowed for an extremely long period of tilt to exist which the the seasons and the atmosphere have what create the create the conditions for life to develop. And then like but a red dwarf star. So basically what they're doing is they're looking out there and they make these observations about uh, you know, planets that are in the, in the Goldilocks zone, the habitable zone, and they're like, oh, this is a rocky planet that is about this distance from this star. We can surmise that there is possi- the possibility that there's life there. But what they're finding now is that if that planet isn't tilted in a certain way, even if the other conditions seem right, there probably isn't life there, and it is in re- it's related to how long it's been in the system but also the nature of the star. That was just fascinating to me that I was like, this tilt, this whole reason that we have these seasons and we, we feel things and we, we've adapted and we've we basically adapted in the context of experiencing these seasons. It might even be the reason that we're here to begin with.
0: And I com. Space.com. I do, dang, that was loud. <laughs> Kiko, you're gonna have to like, regulate that moment. You scare the
1: crap out of me. I hate to do that to listeners. Yeah, Let's but try- you know what, they'll go to space.com now.
0: I was on the, until you shocked me out of it, I was on the board of being inspired Hmm. by the tilt of the earth to embrace the seasons as a form of change, a push and a pull, a a pendulum swing um, that makes life viable and allows me to embrace change, not just because it's different and I got tired of what I was experiencing. Oh, it's cooler! I can get to. I can wear my jacket unapologetically with a scarf. Mm. But I was. I was toying with the. This is an opportunity to go even deeper and say. Mm-hmm. I'm being serious here. No, I I see where you're going. From, from as a, as the seasons change, that it, it's a moment to pause and. I don't know. In a hokey way, maybe just to be grateful for. Something on a planetary level, what you just shared—it's hmm. like it's a. Re- Thank you for making that connection. To me, it's like, oh yeah, it's not—it's not just my own experience, but our entire planet, is viable because of these changes, and I can apply that analogy to any change in my life. Perhaps that would be a stretch, but I'll try.
1: Well, I—I I mean, another way to say it is that. This, what do, what do you hear me saying? This tilt. This tilt that creates the change and makes change a fundamental part of life is what creates life. So life is change, right? And um uh, getting you know even even if you're on the equator, I mean obviously it's it's very static down there, but because of because of the uh the tilt, even though it may be a static situation, but it's not it's not in, in uh, you, you, can, you can live there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not burning up. Um, but I think it's just change is something that is a, a it is a part of life that you can't avoid, but it's also the, the thing that drives and kind of creates the energy of life. So, but it, and then but it comes res- in ways that you're, you, 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 this change happens. It never happens on your terms. It never happens in the way that you right. want to uh, it to happen. And but it, how it,
0: you interpret it to go back to the cozy, yeah, I think is a, is a great point of inspiration for me to say, okay, if I find I'm experiencing change, and maybe this is an opportunity for me to find my cozy. Like where where is the cozy in the change?
1: Because I can't fight it. And to welcome it. To to an- to wrap yourself to, up in to it. To anticipate it and to welcome it. You know, it's, again, I, I talk, a, I, the reason I talk about this, I've talked about it a few times, is because I read this book a couple of years ago called The Guide to the Good Life, which was a professor who basically took stoic philosophy and applied it to his life like practically. He was teaching it and he was like, I'm actually gonna try to do this and it's an incredible book. And I think there's a lot that we can learn from the Stoics. Um, but one of the th- one of the key things that they sort of they they embraced is when you experience a trial, you you see it as a blessing. You see it as something you can be grateful for because you're like, oh, this is going. To, this is a part of the process that is going to continue to refine me and to make me and who I'm, into who I'm supposed to be and I can just get completely overwhelmed with the fact that this change that I did not anticipate, that I didn't want, that's a complete inconvenience, maybe even a tragedy, is horrible. Mm-hmm. And everything's horrible. That's one approach. And the other approach is to say, "Um, uh, in fact there's a book called The Obstacle Is The Way uh, uh, that was sent to us, is, is, that, is that Ryan? Holiday. Ryan Holiday. Um, who who sent us a bunch of his books. I haven't gotten to that one yet. My wife has read it. Uh but basically it just says that that trial, that's actually you 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 should be you should be anticipating those things and welcoming those things as they as they happen. Grab life by the balls and give it a swing. The ball sack. That's what you said. Grab
0: life by the ball sack and give it a swing. And when the winds of change blow, find the cozy.
1: Hmm
0: and get a special hat. Get a special hat.
1: Yeah, everybody should have a special hat, mythical.store. Oh, that's probably bad timing, I should
0: Space.com, yeah. Space.com, a a partner of mythical.store. Gave us a turn for the the philosophical today. Yeah. Uh, And thanks to, I'd like to thank the season of fall, which apparently doesn't exist in this, this Southern
1: California area. I would like to think the Santa Ana winds that are going to blow in at extremely high temperatures, extremely high velocity. Blow my ball sack off. <laughs> uh, Don't I, go outside nude, man. I'm going to have you'll my lose, jock strap on. You'll lose that thing. I'm going like to be a, out there in the front yard just it's like a sail leaning into the wind with a jock strap on. And you know what? That's me just embracing the obstacles. Hashtag ear biscuits. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh,
0: I apologize for the for so much scrotal humor.
1: Yeah, they are still going, huh? Uh, but let
0: us know what you think. Continue the uh, conversation, not only with us but with other uh, listeners. All you got to do is search hashtag earbiscuits Biscuits. That's something. and and then start communicating with each other and with us. And of course, we'll speak at you again next week. Yes, we will. You know what? We didn't even we didn't even mention corn mazes. Next
1: episode, we all about, talk corn about corn mazes.
0: mazes. We talk about, have you ever been in a corn maze?
1: <sighs> I'm still in one.